So those brackets are identical to where they were before. And, and we know that the IRS adjusts our tax tables every year as we get those new tax tables every year and they increase IRA contributions and all these things as well. But social security tax tables have never changed since 1984. And so we're finding a lot more people are paying taxes that they never used to pay taxes on it. So it's really important to know what taxes you will be paying depending on what state you're in or you're planning on retiring to a different state do they tax social security or not and make sure that's part of your plan it's time for the retirement reality podcast with the founder of principal preservation services mike koyanen Welcome in to Retirement Reality Podcast. We have our last show of 2019. We're excited about it. We're talking about Social Security misunderstandings. We're going to list five of them, explain to you why people kind of get these wrong, why they make these mistakes. We're going to clear them up for you with the help of Mike Coyne, the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. And Mike, 2020 right around the corner, do you have any goals or anything you're trying to accomplish next year? There's always new goals, new new um, new high watermarks that we're reaching for, and uh, as expanding our business and bringing on extra workers and, and training them in right, so we can better service our clients. So there's a lot of stuff going on that um, I, I don't. We don't just go with the flow. We're we're in the the growth mode of our our business. And we're actively growing. So with that comes change. You know, we have to be yeah. used to and normal. You know, used to change and have to welcome change and and you know the industry changes a lot everything's getting more uh, high speed you know, more technology you know more privacy issues there's a, there's a lot of things that happen that we have to just be on top of so um, we can't just sit back and let the world come to us we actually have to uh, take control of what, what we can, can take control of yeah so it's no busy no question and in 2019 has been busy for you guys as well how would you just quickly summarize the year for you know you know have had a lot of growth you had the new office that you guys have just gotten settled into but how would you kind of summarize how this year has gone for you uh, it surpassed expectations and so it was a great year a lot to be thankful for uh with we set you know new records beyond what our goals were so that was our third year in a row of setting goals and, and surpassing them. So uh, maybe I have to set my goals higher, but <laughs> every year we increase the, our, our goals and we keep surpassing them, which is a good problem to have. So yeah, life is good. And we're actually, you know, we had a lot of things that happened. The podcast was a great addition to what we're doing, but uh, we also had the book and that received a bestseller award. So that, that was great. And awesome. Um, there's just a lot of, a lot of good positives and, being a grandparent, uh, a new grandchild this year, and uh, daughter getting married, and so there's a lot of lot of good things that happen, a lot of change happening this year, but lots to reflect on and be happy and, and thankful for. Well, a great way to end the decade, no question. Great year for uh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Decades coming to an end. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. But um, we're going to get into our main topic in just a second. But you know, I know you guys have been successful, but I don't know if you're as successful as this guy. I don't know if you saw this story. This man in Nevada who was a baggage handler at an airport. Okay, he just received a cease and desist letter from the SEC because he's been going around giving investment advice to airport and airline employees. Almost 900 employees, Mike. I don't know how many clients you have, but I don't know if you have as many as this guy. Um, but he was even charging, <laughs> them, charging them an annual fee before being revealed as a fraud. Can you believe this story? Did you see this? I, I just saw it, and I'm, I'm just kind of shocked. In a sense, I, it's kind of humorous, but 
then it, it's sad as well, but there's so many people uh, frauding people these days, which I get really irritated with. I'm, I'm just interesting that I want to be like the fly in the wall to see how did he approach these people and how would, would somebody, obviously he wasn't a baggage handler um, uniform. He must have yeah. changed and either been business like clothes. So I would like to see these conversations. You know, I'm at an airport. I'm not usually trying to converse with strangers, especially, you know, <laughs> it's small talk. And how would you be talking about business and your finances at an airport when I think there's a lot of, you just don't know who's around you. So I think it's sad. That's why you got to do your, your due diligence and do your research on people and check with the, you know, FINRA and check with the Better Business Bureau and check to see that, you know, did he have a website? I don't know if he had a, you know, a website <laughs> pretending to be somebody he wasn't, but I'm glad it was brought to attention and it's put an end to it. But First, I thought he was just doing a, the, you know, just giving recommendations because I think a lot of people give recommendations to sure. their friends or coworkers. But but when he's charging them a fee, <laughs> well, th- that that went too far. Yeah, That's you would think if you if you're doing that well, you would just go ahead and get whatever paperwork and licenses you needed to cover yourself and actually start a career that way. But amazing, yeah. over 900 people had fallen for that fraud. So. Pretty crazy story. Yeah, if he wanted to be a, a, a license, I, I don't think he's going to be able to, to, <laughs> to do it now with this uh, cease and desist letter. Too late. All right, so let's go into our main topic today, and, and let's move into something that we know is not a fraud. And, and let's get into talking about Social Security and the misunderstandings that surround it, because there are a lot of questions and a lot of kind of gray areas, and there's a lot of confusion when you get close to that time. And getting ready to sign up and claim your benefits. There's a lot of myths and rumors and misunderstandings that are around Social Security. So we want to clear up some of those by going through the top five misunderstandings we see about Social Security. So let's lead things off with the one we hear quite a bit, and that is Social Security is going broke. Yeah, the last few years, uh, the financial statements that Social Security's released, it shows the same numbers. They have enough money to fund it at 100% as is today, without making any changes for the next 15 years. Now, you know, people say, well, that's not a lot. I'm, you know, I'm I'm 55, I'm 60. So you're telling me it's going to go broke while I'm in retirement. And that's where a lot of people make this bad decisions. And they said, I'm going to take it as soon as I can, because it won't be there for me. But remember, if you're, uh, you know, late 50s, early 60s, I don't believe you're going to have any issues at all with your social security. It's going to be for, you know, the younger generations, my generation and younger, they're going to have to make changes because people are living longer. So there's a lot of changes that will be happening to social security. And I don't believe that's going to happen for the people who are really close to it or on it. They're going to make it for the younger generations. And so they're going to probably postpone my, my social security to who knows 60 instead of 67 for my 100% benefit to maybe 68, maybe 68 and a half. I'm not sure what that'll be. They're gonna do take measures to make it more solvent. They might even raise taxes a little bit. They might put a, a tax on the wealthy. You know, uh, hopefully they, you know, means testing is one thing they've talked about. I hope they don't do that. They do that with Medicare already. The more money you make in retirement, the more money you pay, but it's not gonna go broke. And the day that Social Security goes broke, I think we're going to be at war with the government. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have 100% confidence. And speaking with somebody in the administration who's high up in, in that department saying, we're not going to go broke. It'll never go away. We're going to have it. We're going to maintain it. They just have to make some minor measures and changes to make it more solvent, which they will. 
Makes me feel better for sure, as I still have a couple more decades left to pay into it. I'm hoping there's something there when I when I can finally claim it. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, the next misunderstanding, we'll go ahead and combine two and three because they're kind of similar, but oftentimes people either believe starting as early as possible is usually best, but there's also people that believe delaying as long as possible is usually best. Yeah, and really every situation is different. So I, you know, I get to see five people and we have different strategies and we have software that shows, you know, what is recommended for people when they come in our office. You know, these decisions of when you take it, it has to deal with, also, do you have a pension or not? Do you have IRAs, 401ks or not? When are you looking to retire? Are you retiring at 60? Are you retiring at 65? Are, you know, so because if, you, if you're gonna work past 62 into 65 or 66, well, you don't wanna be taking Social Security early because you're making too much money. It's called the earnings test and they penalize you for making too much money. But every situation is different. A lot of times we're, we're showing the person who has a smaller benefit to take theirs sooner as long as it's not gonna penalize them for income wise. And we're trying to get that larger benefit higher, at least waiting till full retirement age, sometimes still 70. Now that again, that has to go with a series of questions. What is your health? You know, we don't walk around with an expiration date on our, ourselves to know when, when we will leave this earth, but that's important to know how long has your dad lived? How long has your mom lived? What about grandma and grandpa? How's your health? Uh, because those are major decisions. So. It changes. The key is you just want to get that report run to find out what are the best options for you and how is that going to work with your other retirement accounts, pensions, and, and other investments. All right. So when it finally gets time to claim and you've you know, you know figured out what date works for you, well, the misunderstanding is that you can go down and the Social Security Administration will help you choose the best claiming strategy for yourself, but that's not completely true. No, and they're they're not supposed to give any advice at all. It's in their employee handbook. Okay. We actually have a screenshot when we do these social security educational seminars. We show that employee handbook on our presentation. It says they're not supposed to, it says do not give advice. And so their goal to answer questions, but not give advice. They don't want strategy sessions involved either. So their goal is, you know, you got to remember there's 10,000 people turning 65 years old every day for the next roughly dozen years because of the baby boomer generation is so large, 79 million baby boomers. And so they're going to be so busy. They do not want to have people come in two times, three times, four times. They're backed up as it is today. They don't have enough, I think, staff and times to meet with everybody. That's why they're recommending people to go online and, and get registered. But you you're not going to get advice. That's why I said it's good to find out with somebody who specializes in it. One thing we do, but other people do it as well. Find out what are the best strategies. So when you go in, you already know what those options are. And the good thing is the people who come in our office and they get that report, they know the strategy sometimes better than what the, the workers at Social Security actually knows themselves because they've been told they can't do something when they can clearly do something. Uh, because they've, they've been educated through us by getting that report. So again, you're not going to get the correct answers all the time. They're not supposed to. Now, sometimes they actually tell you things that aren't right. Sometimes they tell you things that are right, but they're not supposed to be, as we call you know, fiduciaries in this industry, take a, you know, a best interest in you in your situation. They're not supposed to do that. They're just supposed to be order takers. 
So use an advisor. That is what you need to be doing when you're planning your benefits to make sure you are doing making the right decisions, using the best strategies, and claiming at the right time. The final right. one, and we talked about this before on the podcast, but it's important to always send this reminder out, but assuming that you don't have to pay taxes on your Social Security benefits is a big mistake. Yeah. Right now, there's a, there's a formula called the Provisional Income Formula that determines if you pay federal taxes well, and state taxes on your Social Security. Now, most states in the U.S. do not tax your Social Security. 37 states do not. 13 states do. So we happen to be in Minnesota and, and Wisconsin. Our offices are 10 minutes apart, one on each side of the border. But in Minnesota, they can tax your Social Security. Wisconsin does not. So it's different really where you're going to be as well. But it's interesting on the provisional income formula, those figures in 1983, they passed an, an amendment to start taxing Social Security. So in 1984 was the first year anybody paid any taxes on their Social Security. Well, the problem with that is today, now we're looking at 35 years later in 2019, that those brackets they put in place in 1983, 84, haven't changed at all. They haven't done any cost of living adjustments on it. So what we're finding is obviously there's $10,000 today is a different number than $10,000 in, in 1984. So those brackets are identical to where they were before. And, and we know that the IRS adjusts our tax tables every year as we get those new tax tables every year and they increase IRA contributions and all these things as well. But Social Security tax tables have never changed since 1984. And so we're finding a lot more people are paying taxes that they never used to pay taxes on it. So it's really important to know what taxes you will be paying, depending on what state you're in, or you're planning on retiring to a different state, do they tax Social Security or not? And make sure that's part of your plan. And also taxing Social Security is an important part of when you take your benefits out because you might want to delay your benefits longer and you spend on maybe some of your IRAs and 401ks beforehand to increase your benefits. And that means you could be paying less taxes later in retirement than you are early on in retirement. So there's a lot of different tax planning with that too. But again, that's that, I think Ed Slot called it the stealth tax, that tax that a lot of retirees do not know that they're going to have to pay taxes on their social security until they're actually retired. But we're trying to forewarn them, be prepared uh, that has to be part of your retirement plan. So those are the five biggest social security misunderstandings. If you uh, are still a little confused, go back and listen again. That's a great thing about a podcast. You can go back and listen as many times as you like. But also, you know, Mike is there to help clear up whatever questions you have, any uh, inconsistencies you find or you're trying to figure out. Reach out to him and his team at Principal Preservation Services. Uh, find them online, principalpreservationservices.com. You can also call them at 855 987 8888 and uh, set up appointment and figure out these things for yourself and get everything in line if you're planning on claiming soon. Have some feedback and get some professional help to help you understand exactly what benefits you need to claim and when you need to claim them. All right, let's uh, wrap things up with a getting to know you question for Mike. It's getting to know you time. All right, our getting to know you question comes as a way to figure out more about Mike on this personal side. We learn a little bit about Mike every show, but uh, we want to know about him outside of his day-to-day in the financial world. So 
Uh, a pretty, pretty easy question for you, Mike. How do you spend your time after a long day or a long week of work? Yeah, I, I like to just relax with family, first of all. So I don't do a lot of hobbies. I mean, if it's summertime, I don't get out and golf a lot, but I do like just to get out and golf a half a dozen times a year. So a lot of a lot of things. I'm already gone a lot during the work week because it is a full-time job, not just being you know an advisor to their clients, but also the business owner. So there's a lot more other, other things that have to be done here. So I like to just spend time with the kids. I like to be their, their dad. And so, you know, we'll go to a movie every once in a while, even just hanging out with them. Even they want to play video games with dad. I'll play video games <laughs> with dad. Um, you know, I also just to relieve stress. It's a good time just to get up and, and get a workout in. I think that's important to take care of our health. So we're not just work, 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 but also get out and, and relieve some of that stress and get some exercise. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, we got a lot of property to maintain. We're on 10 acres, not a huge property, but there's a lot. We have chickens and goats and dogs and, and cats. And, and so there's a lot to be done at home. And I think it's just important to be, you know, with the kids and with the family is important, especially on the weekends. And a lot of times we were doing the dance recitals and, you know, karate and our sons in karate and a lot of stuff going on. So, and also I'm a big Vikings fan. So even yeah. though I live over in the border in Wisconsin, I grew up in Minnesota. So we, uh, we go to Vikings games as, as much as we can go and they've have a, a great season so far. And so we're, uh, we're excited to, you know, just see how far this goes. And, but it's fun to be part of that. And, uh, we've, Actually, got to go to a, a couple of away games this year, so I was nice. able to go to an away game in Kansas City, and Kansas City fans are amazing. They're tailgating, I think, is second to none. So it was just fun to be part of that environment and and being welcoming to a a visiting team. They were great, and then uh, we got to see our son down in Dallas and spend a couple of days with them. And we I took our oldest son to uh, the Dallas Vikings game in Dallas, That's and awesome. that was that was a neat experience just to go do that. I'm all about experiences. And uh, so that was fun just to, to go the game together and, you know, who knows if we'll ever go back again, but just to do that is, is important. Well, there's one thing that I learned about you, Mike, on the podcast, and that's family is very important to you. And uh, we see that's how you spend a lot of your free time and how you end up relaxing after, after work. So that's pretty great to know and a great quality uh, that you have and uh, something I've appreciate appreciate learning that. about you. So let's finish up this show for 2019. This is the final episode for the year. Our next one will be in 2020. So new decade. Wow. Yeah, we begin a new decade. Let's begin it on a high note, Mike, and we'll uh, we'll do so with a lot of great investment advice and feedback and education and and just hopefully teaching people a thing or two and, and just helping clear up things as they put their retirement plan together in 2020. Looking forward to the new year. It'll be fun. And uh, you have a great new year, Ben, you and your family. Enjoy this time. Appreciate it, Mike. You as well. Thank you as well for listening to the Retirement Reality Podcast. And we will talk to you again in 2020. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.